is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hello, BU Collective. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope today is a day that you choose yourself. I hope today is a day that you connect with yourself. I hope today is a day that you tune out all of the opinions of everyone except just a few people on your very, very short list. I hope today is a day that you breathe, that you love yourself, and you surrender. So this episode is unique. It's going to be a little teaser sneak peek at what we're doing over on our spinoff channel called Be You in Business. There's a lot of buzz going about this channel that we have on something called Supercast. You can go over there and hear, I think it's about a 10-minute sort of introduction by me of what you'll experience when you subscribe to Be You in Business. But what we wanted to do today is actually pull the very first actual episode and take a little piece of it and put it in here for you. So the background of why this happened is that it's so interesting. When I was thinking about the book that I knew and I still know needed to be written and needs to be written and will be written, I kept telling my husband and and a few other people, it's so weird because I have these two worlds. So I have this side of me that has figured out how to be successful in business without sacrificing your health and your relationships and your precious time and your values, et cetera. And that same part of me also built a really successful business with no experience and it was hard as hell. And I love talking about it because I love helping women not make the mistakes that I did, knowing that they'll still have to skin their knee and learn their own lessons. But I love taking my experience in building that business and showing people what worked and what didn't because I have the track record and the proof to show you what worked and what didn't. I love talking about sales. I love the fact that I was terrified to sell anything and I would turn bright red and my heart would race and I would get tunnel vision. And I truly went into this like trauma panic response. But yet I went from that to being able to sell anything to anyone without any tricks, without any gimmicks, without a script, just being myself and connecting human to human. I love talking about that. Like even right now, I'm about to go off on a tangent on that because it's so powerful. I love talking to people about 
how can you sell anything like a boss without feeling weird and without coming across weird, without feeling salesy and pushy and without coming across that way? How is that possible without any anxiety, without any attachment to the outcome, but still getting great results? How in the hell do you do that? I'm telling you, I know how to do it. I didn't in the beginning. And for years, I struggled and struggled, but I ended up figuring it out. So I love talking about that. I love talking about business goals and how you can be hell-bent on reaching the goal with still having no attachment to it happening. How do you do both? I love talking about recruiting and leadership and team building and what it's like to be a leader and have no idea that all of your fears and your head trash are coming through in the way you're leading. How do you figure that out? And then once you do figure out that that's happening, what do you do? Like, what do you do? So I was talking to Sky King, who is the consultant I hired a couple of months ago for this podcast. And I said, you know, I have a really big vision for BU. God has a huge vision for BU. Clearly, look what's happening. But I'm opening myself up to my part in that now. I've been giving all the credit to God. And now I'm realizing, okay, I'm a co-creator of this. And what I feel strongly about is there's another side to me and there are gifts and talents I have that no one's hearing and and no one's able to take advantage of in BU. And he said, what's that? And I said, my whole passion for business, having no education that even relates to business, coming from a place that was like A, and then I got to Z. That's a part of me that I want to share in BU. But I'm not really sure that that every BU listener will want to listen to that and wants to talk about business. And he said, well, what if we do a spinoff channel on something called Supercast? And I said, what the heck is Supercast? And the other thing, guys, is that when you look at podcasting, I didn't know this before. I don't know if you listened to my episode on how to have a successful podcast, but how are you going to monetize that? Like, it takes a lot of time to set it all up, to find out who's going to help you do the editing and what equipment do I need and how often should I have the episodes and blah, blah, blah. But then it's the time of actually recording the podcast. But it also costs money. And so if you have a podcast, you deserve, I deserve to monetize the podcast. But here's what I realized. It's not just, well, you know, I don't want to go broke doing this. I deserve to monetize the podcast because you deserve to have this be the best podcast it could be. So how is that going to happen? When I'm able to monetize the podcast, I can take that income, which I'm going to, and I'm going to invest all of it back into the podcast. I am going to be able to expand the team. I'm going to be able to pay Sky and his team to do more than they're doing now. I'm going to be able to get some really, really amazing, powerful guests. Am I going to pay them? No, (laughs) but it's going to cost money to get to that place. It's also going to cost time and consistency and sacrifice and patience and all that, but but talking about income. So that's another reason I created the BU in Business Supercast spinoff channel. But the main reason is that I have this side of me that you don't know about. I have this side of me that is itching to get out. You've seen little hits and little, little, little signs here and there in BU for the past eight months, but not much. And so over on Supercast, you'll be able to hear it all. And it's going to be B 
be you in business. It's not just going to be business. How do you do it? One, two, three. You can get that anywhere. It's going to be this flavor that you like on Be You. All right. So take a listen to this excerpt from our very first episode of Be You in Business. And please, please, please let me know what you think. And it's so awesome when listeners take screenshots and they share it on social media and they tag me. It feels really good, but it also shows me that people are liking it. And we have some listeners who have gone into their stories and they like share, you know, hey, I'm listening to great podcasts and this is what I love about it. And also the ratings and reviews. Thank you for all of that. So I would encourage you if you would, when you're finished with this to go give a rating and a review, a five-star rating and leave a quick review. It also will help us grow this podcast and get really great guests. So one of our listeners, her name is Kristen King. And she's an expert on boundaries. She's a coach. She has an awesome Instagram account called This Is 40 Plus. <laughs> but if you look her up, it's Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N, P as in Paul, King, K-I-N-G. And because she has been such a loyal listener and so kind to share our episodes in her story and talk about them, I want to give her a gift back that she would have never asked for. I would love you to go follow her. I would love for you to watch her story and see what she has to offer. And I'm inviting Kristen to be on BU to talk about boundaries. So I can't wait until that happens, Kristen. Thank you so, so, so much for your generosity. All right. So we have some new reviews that have come in. It's so cute. The, the name for this person is, I tried it. She says, I listened to worry is a magnet for all that you fear, which made me binge listen to 10 more over two days. I laughed and I learned through her lovely transparency. Jill reminded me of important wisdom that I had learned before, but I sure benefited from hearing it again. The more you listen, the more Jill becomes the good friend that shows you it's good. I mean, really good to do the right thing, the fun thing, the hard thing, and just love being you. Thank you so much for that review. Joy Moon, thank you so much. She says, I first met Jill years ago before her success in network marketing. And at the very beginning of her self-discovery journey, she was absolutely captivating. Thank you so much. It feels weird reading this out loud. And we spent hours talking until the early morning hours. Yes, I absolutely remember that. I had many aha moments and she was the one who inspired me to take the leap into self-discovery. I can tell you that she is one of the most genuine people I have ever met. Thank you, Joy. And she speaks from the heart. I have personally watched her success over the years and she is the real deal. I'm only on the second podcast, and I am truly blown away. To be gifted with her story, experience, and wisdom is no small treasure. She shares her heart and her wisdom in such a way that I am positive it will make ripple effects in the hearts and minds of everyone she touches. Now, this is from BeBetterWithFood.com. She says, don't listen here unless you want truth, inspiration, and opportunity to grow. Jill does an amazing job of talking to the soul from the soul. BU has changed the way I think about me and about my approach to business and my relationships with those around me. And though the podcast is focused on women and their approach to self, there are plenty of gems in there for men as well. Thank you so much. Betsy Reef says, Jill is full of passion, truth, and speaks to your soul. She gives freedom to each listener as she unlocks our hearts to heal. Her wealth of life experiences bring an inspiring perspective to a wide range of topics. Wow. And this one's from McLean McGowan. Oh boy, you're going to hear from McLean. McLean is someone I admire. Go follow McLean McGowan. 
And she is on episode 185, which comes out August 12th, 2021. Thank you, McLean. This is a nice surprise. She says, Jill has an incredible wealth of knowledge from all that she has done in her life and pulls from her experiences. I love the guests she is hosting. I also appreciate her humor amidst real life. I highly recommend this podcast. Thank you so much. All right. So here is the snippet from Supercast, Be You in Business. And I will say hi right when it's finished. I will never, ever, ever have another day when I am working so hard that I forget who I am. There will never be a day again when I look at the reward, the financial reward of a business. And I think that's more important than me taking care of myself and loving myself, having healthy relationships with my children, my spouse, having time to just be. I will never do that again. It's okay that people do. But at some point, they hit a wall or they will have dead bodies behind them and it might be their own. That is a fact. This whole obsession with doing and hustle and grind, I'm so over it. I broke up with that about four years ago. And now I'm completely divorced from it to the point where I don't even, I can't even be in the same room with that energy. That's how much I've changed. So this podcast is not gonna just be like, business tips and business tricks and da, da, da. you can find that so many places online, probably better than I would ever give you. My wheelhouse is something different. This isn't business with Jill. This is be you in business. Love you in business. Take care of you in business. Connect with you in business. Celebrate you in business. Find you in business. Because whatever business you are in, You lead as you are, as Brene Brown says. And I will say, you sell as you are. You show up as what you think you are, and you show up as what you think they think you are. And I don't care what business it is. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what your title is. I don't care where you went to university. It's there. What you really think that people think about you is the issue. It's more of an issue than what you really think of yourself. The stories you tell yourself, the lens you're looking through, that will trump a college degree, a master's degree, connections, money, natural ability, what you think of yourself, how little or how much you love yourself and accept yourself, how connected or disconnected you are from yourself. And as I said, what you think other people think of you. All of that is to me the most important part of business. If you and I don't figure that out, we won't just work too hard. We will also give too much. We will overserve. We will be enmeshed. We'll be codependent. We will feel guilty for success or we'll be obsessed with success. We'll be freaked out that we're going to be too much and we don't want to make Judy look bad, right? Or we're going to be paranoid that everyone's better than us or both. We will be concerned about our colleagues and our supervisors, what they think of us more than, do I like what I'm doing? Do I even fucking like this? Does this fill me up? Does this make me want to lean in? Is it pulling me or am I forcing this? Because the outcome is something I think that people think that I should have. Maybe my parents. To me, that's business success. You can be hugely successful in business 
on paper and be a failure at what really, really, really matters. And this isn't me taking the whole humble, you know, humility thing. Well, I don't need money. None of that matters to me. I just want to help people. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying, where are you? Where are you in this conversation? What do you want? What is your heart telling you to say in that meeting? Forget your head. Forget what they're thinking, what they might say. Forget the rules. Forget all of that. What does your gut and your intuition and your heart and your soul, what do they want to say in that meeting? What do they think would contribute to the betterment of the company? What do they think would be a good business plan? What does that true north of yours say about what you're wearing to work? How you're presenting yourself? Do you look around at the people you're working with? And are you inspired and excited about that? Are you willing to say? Do you hold back in meetings? Are you worried that you're secretly not smart enough or they're going to figure you out? I've talked to people who are so successful on paper. They make a lot of money. They own huge businesses. People look up to them and they've said to me, I got to tell you, honestly, deep down, I own the fucking company and I hesitate before I say something in a meeting because I secretly deep down, this is after they've done some work, right? What I've excavated is deep down, I don't think I'm really that smart. And I've hired a bunch of smart people and that's why my business is successful, but I'm afraid to speak up in a meeting. I'm afraid to share my ideas. Can you imagine that? And then you're looking at yourself thinking, hold on a minute, wait, that person feels that way? Yes, because we're all walking around as little children, wounded kids. And what I believe and what I've seen and I have evidence for is that I think the person who wins in life wins in business. And I don't think you're truly successful in business if you're not winning at life. And not everybody would agree with that and that's okay. But I'm the one with the microphone, so this is, <laughs> this is what I'm sharing. I know that there is so much that goes into one conversation about a product or a meeting, trying to book something, getting someone to sign a contract. So much goes into that that is unspoken. It's the energy exchange of you and that other person or you and those other people. It's how they receive you when you walk in that room. I'm not the person who's going to say, oh, own that bitch. You know, walk in there, shoulders back, fake it till you make it. Well, I'm sure that does take you fairly far, but it doesn't take you to where I would like you to go because people can sense that. Certainly, you don't want to walk into a meeting and say, oh, I'm so nervous and I'm scared. and I think I'm not enough. And But the whole fake it till you make it stuff, you've got one person in that room who can smell bullshit, you're dead. A confident woman will raise her hand and say, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, minus the bad word. A confident woman who loves herself will say, excuse me, hold on a minute. Could you go back a minute? I may be the only one, but I am not following you. Or you went a little too fast for me, and I really want to get that. Most of the other people in the meeting are thinking that. But the woman who says that, she is the one who's winning. She is the one who's successful. Even if she is 10 levels below the other people and makes a fraction of what they make because she has something they do not have. 
So she'll just keep advancing and keep advancing. You add some consistency, some hard work over a long period of time. She's going to have anything she wants. Anything. A woman who's willing to look at herself, turn herself inside out, not shame or blame herself, but find those crevices, the things in the crevices. If you listen to my other podcasts or the main podcast, you know, I've talked about the dirty sandwich in the basement, hidden in the corner, in the crevices somewhere. When she finds that, she doesn't say, oh God, it's just such a piece of shit. I can't leave that. She finds that and says, thank you. I love all of me. That's an interesting part of me. Where the hell did that come from? She understands the difference between identity and role. She understands that her identity is truly what matters. Her role is superficial. Her role is how others see her and her, you know, position and her this and her that. But that's all on the outside. When someone criticizes her or mocks her or doesn't promote her or fires her or gossips about her or challenges her in a meeting, that's all talking to her role. That's an outer shell. That's not really who she is. We're going through life and attempting to dream up businesses, launch businesses, run businesses, grow businesses, forgetting that if we don't dig in to really find who we are and be that person and love that person, then what's happening is this false self of ours that we created when we were children to protect ourselves, to give everyone else what they needed, to feel safe. That's the one everyone's meeting. That's the one not getting the promotion. That's the one getting fired. That's the one getting hired. That's the one launching the business. All right, please, please, please let me know your thoughts on that. And I can't wait for you to listen to the 10-minute intro and then also subscribe. So how do you subscribe? Go over to bu.supercast.tech. The link is also in the show notes, but you can just type that in. It'll pop right up and you can subscribe. So I hope to see you over there. Thank you so much for your time. Sending you lots of love.